welcome to the Dweeb the People podcast, where we're taking a deep dive into dweeb culture. I'm Steven. I'm Randy. I'm Dee. And today we're talking about Preacher, Season 4, Episode 10, End of the World. So join us one last time. And we'll love you to the end of the world. And now it's time to dweeb the people. Welcome to the Preacher Podcast. If you feel blessed by this podcast, well, actually, you don't need to share it with your friends anymore. No, you can still share us. Oh, you can still share us with your flock. <laughs> you can also sacrifice your time and find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dweeb the People. You can find me, Stephen, on Twitter at Dweeb Stephen. You can find Randy on Twitter at Casual Chinos. And you can find D on Twitter at can Dweeb I, Depends. Can I just say, I love that you still have those words bolded on here. What? The preacher type words. Yeah. Oh. It's great. Don't reveal how the sausage is made. <laughs> because it was Mad Libs, basically. Hmm. I like it. If you feel blessed by this podcast, yeah. now you're going to make me read it again. And people are like, ugh. <laughs> great, here we go. I thought it was the last time we are going to hear this stupid thing. <laughs> uh, I was going back to season one when we were first started out with Preacher. Because I was going to read back some of the things we talked about. Because uh, when we do like do the recommendations at the end, I figured it'd be like some old, weird, embarrassing things like Randy recommending like Millie Vanilli. Um, How I old mean, is I'm, this I'm not embarrassed by that at all. <laughs> uh, but apparently, we didn't do recommendations back then. Oh, so. oh yeah, we really didn't because one of our listeners suggested that, and then we started doing it. And that was probably during a Walking Dead podcast. I think it was. Well, anyways, uh, Randy recommends Millie Vanilli. Girl, you know it's true. Wow, you came up with that. <laughs> that was a little too quick. Blame it on the rain sun. Oh, oh. It was shining. Wait. <laughs> on the rain sun. the stars. And the moon? Is the, is the moon Blame it on the rain. Blame it on the... Blame it on the rain. It was falling. Blame it on the stars. They were shining, I think. Yeah. Oh, well. so I digress. Did, All right. <laughs> did they record the vocals on their album and just lip sync him? Performances? No. Or did they never record anything? I think it was complete. No, it was completely different people that sang the songs. Gotcha. Ah, uh, so they didn't just Ashley Simpson it. They just totally. <laughs> no, yeah, they were f- frauds. Well, ah. of course, nowadays, everybody Ashley Simpsons it. Yeah, you got a well, backing track. Yeah. And, yeah. There you go. But it'd be different if it was Ashley Simpson lip syncing it. It was like. <laughs> yes. Jessica oh, no. Simpson singing. <laughs> I was going to go with Millie Vanilli singing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the last time you're going to get that kind of banter. Oh, no, it will not. <laughs> so this is the last episode of Preacher. Aww. Yeah. It's been a long, it's been a long four years. We've learned a lot, lived a lot. <laughs> yep. And died a lot yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. So there you go. The show killed my faith in Jesus. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah? You yeah. needed help along on that? <laughs> but it probably strengthened your faith in Humberdew. And Hitler. For sure. <laughs> so if you want to continue this magic, uh, feel free to find us on our new podcast for the Watchmen TV show. Two Watchmen and a Lady. Are we Randy's going the lady. to do a short podcast on... Breaking Bad movie? I don't know. Well, not a short podcast, but I mean like a one-time deal. I don't know. We haven't talked about that. Way to bring it up on air. I figured we would just, you know... <laughs> do some on the fly. Do some house cleaning right now. <laughs> While the mics are on? Yeah, why not? That's what we do. Just, we, just, we don't discuss things ahead of time. corner us on the air. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, do you know what today is my birthday? Huh? <laughs> oh, my God. birthday's already passed and nobody acknowledged it. We're adults. We don't have birthdays, apparently. Mm. <laughs> uh, after 21, there's really nothing to celebrate, right? Sure there is. Still being alive. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you make it to 50, you're like, all right. What about 40? 40's pretty big. I would think anything after 40 is thankful for being alive. I think 40's the new 30. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we'll figure that out in a few years, maybe. I'm 24, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to live forever. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's see. This last episode is called End of the World. The description is, as the apocalypse draws nigh, 
Jesse fights the saint. Tulip fights Cassidy. Jesus fights Hitler. Laura goes up against Star. And God waits in the stands. I thought her name was Sarah. Sarah? Yeah. But could it be Lara? Lara, Laura? I always called her Feather Featherstone. You actually called her Feather Bottom. Feather Bottom, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so there you go. There's a lot of fighting. There was. Lots of fighting happening. So let's get right to it, because my list is long. And I'll go first. Oh. Uh, Detective Whitman with Pensacola PT. <laughs> <laughs> he did come back. It did pay off. We've been looking for you for a long time. <laughs> and, and of course, we still don't get why. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. I was hoping we'd see him again, and we did. And it was over as soon as it began. I mean, in the end, Star won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's he got did. his looks back. Yeah. He's got... Fair faucet hair. I mean, he's <laughs> golfing and just murdering people in the sand trap. It's... And apparently he's pretty good at golf. Yeah. Yeah. So He's mastered me. <laughs> That's a good way to... <laughs> if somebody starts fighting you or something, you're just like... Ah, ah. Oh my god, he's... No, no, he's shooting us now. <laughs> that was pretty good. It was quick thinking. That's how he gets out of every fight situation. Pretending to uh, masturbate? Yes. I remember one of my favorite episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. He, Larry David has to wear this uh, EKG monitor on his chest for like 24 hours to you know measure his heart beats. Whatever hearts do. I don't know. Uh, and every time he keeps getting these altercations... One's like he uses the handicap stall in the bathroom, gets in a fight with a handicapped guy or something like that. And then when it starts getting too heated, he lifts his shirt up and starts pulling the cables off and pretending like he's having a heart attack. And everybody's like, oh, oh, it's okay. And they, and they leave. <laughs> okay. It's good. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. And Hairstar is also brilliant. He took it to a different level. He yes, did. He really did. He did. <laughs> 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 I don't know what he was doing. I just like the the detectives' reaction. Like, oh Jesus! <laughs> I mean, it's a good way to get people away from you. It's a good way to. But if they don't leave, get off. <laughs> if they don't get grossed out and leave, then what do you do? It's true. Do you just keep you called the like, bluff? Well, now I really got to get into this. <laughs> so. That was my favorite part. Do I finish? I stood up. <laughs> <laughs> I stood up and cheered when Pensacola PD showed up. <laughs> Pensacola PD. <laughs> was good. It's even just a funny city to say. It P- is. Pensacola PD. Sex detective. That's what say. <laughs> it's almost as good as sex detective. <laughs> uh, okay. Try to follow that up. Mm. Who's... Who's trying to follow that up, leader? Uh, first one to say something. Something. Hey. Ooh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> first one to say something. 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 D. Yes. For per- per- persisting. Yes. <laughs> I persisted. I also wasn't listening that time. Um, I would like to talk about the Cassidy and Tulip fight. Uh, mm. I was proud of Cassidy for finally putting or putting up, standing up for himself. Um, that was also a pretty damn good fight. I mean, Tulip was fighting a vampire. I, he he had to have been he, holding back, he right? He had to be. Because <laughs> he could have killed her in like a second. Yeah, they did. So last episode, he got all that blood. And for the first time, I think Cassidy was healthy and not inebriated. Yeah. So they did a <laughs> couple of cool things in showing how quick he is. Where all of a sudden he would just disappear. Oh, and yeah. then like, he punched the wall and you could see that he punched through the brick. So it was good to see that. I don't know. The, all of the the, the 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 masterful fighting we saw in the first episode on the airplane was missing. Has been missing for a while now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was it's a good, good fight. fight. It was, but yes, he, you're right. He probably was holding back. Yeah. And, well, and, but then, like a few of those times when he was, you could cl- tell he was clearly better and faster. He was just kind of showing her. It was like, I, I'm going. I'm, I can kill you. He did throw her into a wall. <laughs> Well, so did God. I mean, if he had gone full force with that, he would have killed her. Tulip can't die. I mean, she can. Mm. Well, she does, I guess. Is she a vampire? I mean... (laughs) 
Yeah, good fight. Yeah. Randy, do you have another fight to talk about? I do not. Oh. I would like to talk about a line that I don't think has ever been put together, a sentence that has ever existed before. It's it got to be Hitler and Jesus, right? No. It's Hare Star, and he says, we're going to live under the sea, you and I, eating yoga, talking about books we like, pleasuring you repeatedly with my anus. Yeah. <laughs> was, up until that point, I was like, that actually sounds kind of sweet. And I was like, no. Nope. <laughs> he ruined it. I rewound that. Like I, I, I don't know how many times. And I laughed every time I rewatched it. It was just... it's pleasuring you repeatedly with my anus like he just says it as i'm slightly sexy like oh yeah this is gonna be great oh yeah what does he say he's like good luck getting that deal in paradise (laughs) i like how he assumes that she's into it she was clearly horrified (laughs) pleasuring you repeatedly with my anus repeatedly sounds a little aggressive i don't really understand how that works she gets pleasure yeah exactly so weird well everybody's got their own kicks Uh, but clearly it's not hers yeah eating yoga (laughs) yeah talking about books we like is funny too just because it's so generic yeah oh talking about the sports teams (laughs) but in the end r.i.p featherstone yeah and then why'd she call him fluffer man He's been calling her the wrong name, and I think that's the thing. He just... It, he got Hoover 2's name wrong. Like, didn't even care to learn his name. So, I think he it was showing that he cared very little for her. Mm-hmm. Is, now, <laughs> what drove her over the edge? Flufferman or uh, the repeatedly pleasuring with the anus? <laughs> mm. At what point did she go like, no, this isn't for me? <laughs> I think it was the moment when he said he's in it for power and kinky sex. Yeah. last episode and she was like this guy's supposed to be the all father like yeah he doesn't believe in the cause of the grail he's just in it for power but that's really interesting though because the that last episode where he did that that was really the first time he ever admitted that because he always stayed in character to where he was believing in the all father and the the cause and the religion well before he had to because he wasn't the all father and now he's He's more in charge. Well, yeah. That, and he also thinks that he's going to get away with, you know, a fake apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> the teachers' unions. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go b- back and watch that. I don't know if it was the first episode we got Hairstar or not, but when he goes through that training course. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got his backstory? Yeah. That was, that was such a great episode. That's good. Who would have thought that guy survives in the end? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> really, I just hear this series is pretty good, so I might just rewatch the whole damn thing. Mm, sounds good. Are you eating over there? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just got rid of ants. In fact, there was a mound over there where you sit. I like food. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. honey bread. Do you like eating? Oh, ants don't love honey bread. You don't. Talking about books you like. <laughs> you repeatedly with my No, nah, I'm not going there. That's HR. Uh, uh, yeah, that's good stuff. I'll piggyback on that. And I will talk about... Apparently, her name's Laura. Uh, which it was is Sarah. The, she called herself Sarah. Well, in the transcript script and the show recap that I read, it says Laura. But I thought she called herself Sarah. Look it up. I don't know. I'm just going to go back to Flefferbottom. Featherbottom. I like Uh, Featherbottom. So I want to talk about her scene with Tulip. Okay. Uh, I thought she did an excellent job there. It was good acting, and uh, you really saw some real frustration with her. I mean, (laughs) deep down at the core, it's hatred. (laughs) But she's very passionate about it. Yeah. Well, I mean... There wasn't much depth to this character before that moment. Like, she was just, she was all about the cause. She was going to get things done. Um, she was badass. And then you saw a bit more to her. Like, she'd, she'd finally reached her, her limit. I think being made to wear a uh, fist dildo strap on, <laughs> maybe that, that did it. I think so, because she said how Hairstar has been her inspiration for this whole thing and he he saved her from the life she was leading which really sounded like a pretty cool life she was sleeping around partying 
did he really save her? Anyways. And then he broke her heart. When she broke his anus. <laughs> By the way, IMDB, it is Laura. What? I thought when she was talking to herself in the mirror, she said something like, come on, Sarah. She could have said, come on, Lara. Maybe it's pronounced Lara, and it okay. kind of sounds like Sarah. I also am a little <laughs> hard maybe, of hearing. Maybe she's talking like this. <laughs> come on, Lara. <laughs> maybe that should just be your alternative, uh, also known as your AKA. Sarah? Yeah, you're Sether, Sarah Featherbottom. I like it. <laughs> that doesn't sound fake at all. <laughs> <laughs> Like Regina Falange, right? Sure. Is that Sarah Featherbottom from yeah. Friends? Friends. Uh, Come on, man. I'm sorry. Princess Penelope Banana Hack. <laughs> uh, what saw- a, what's his name? Name himself. Oh, welcome to the Friends podcast. Oh crap! Crap! Crap bag. Yeah. Crap bag. Crap bag. Yeah. <laughs> and this is my husband. Crap bag. <laughs> Whatever, D. Just stop eating in here. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> Doing some foley work. <laughs> oh, it's a diet, Dr. Pepper. I see. Yes, it is. Not a sponsor, but they are prominently featured in the hit TV show Preacher. Is it? Yeah. What do you, what do you mean? Is it? I thought it was Pepsi. <laughs> oh my god! One of his best creations, right? <laughs> no. What have you been watching? It was Diet Dr. Pepper because oh, it's the Grail colors. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess so. The hell? I knew it was something. Oh, well, good for you. Was <laughs> I'm sorry. Did it really matter what brand it was? Yes. Really? Because God offers him one in the at the RV, too. Well, I know, but you could just say God offers him a soda, and it's but they still made be a, just as effective. But they We're made from the point. South. We call it all Coke, unless it's Dr. Pepper. I call it Pop. Ah, give me a soda Pop, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Where are we? I don't know. I lost, lost where we are. All right, Featherbottom breaks down with Tulip. <laughs> break it down! <laughs> All right, Randy, you break it down now. That's not my turn. I it was me. All right, D, you break it down. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think we should all bid farewell to Humperdoo. Uh, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I kind of got sad when he died. I did, too. I was like, he's like, do it. I'm just like, oh, poor guy. Because he's like an innocent child. Yeah, like two-year-old. Yeah, so poor hump. It was it was it was comedical though because when it's just Cassidy and Humperdue, he's stage fright and he's like, get it, don't go in the clothes. Don't. By the way, I'm pretty sure there's still a dead body in between the clothes. embedded in the wall yeah. uh but that was funny we were like don't hide in the clothes blah 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 blah. and then uh the fight he, starts when he like, starts fighting with tulip get in the clothes <laughs> <laughs> but i felt this was also kind of made this whole series slash season anticlimactic was it all just rested on cassidy changing his mind it was Cassie, Cassidy doing what he had to do. Yeah. And also, Humperdue did save mankind. In the way, he's still the Messiah. How? Because okay. he sacrificed himself. Did he sacrifice himself? Yeah, he yeah, said do it. to save the earth. He said do it? He said yeah. do it, and then he said to the moon. <laughs> do it to the moon. Do- Ooh, that's a cool phrase. To the moon. Do it to the moon. <laughs> Wait, do it to... No, let's not do it to the moon. Yes, do it to the Sounds moon. Sounds like a Justin Timberlake song. Yeah. I need... That actor should win an Emmy just for that <laughs> that line, just for the way that he says it is really hysterical every time, and sad at that point. It was a little sad, but yeah. Bye, Humperdoo. I don't think he said do it. He said no. He said something right before he did. Him. He he was like saying he was agreeing to it, and that's I don't know, or maybe he really didn't understand what was going on. Well, what it says in the transcript here is, and I'm trying to read this, is go on. Well, maybe that is it. Yeah, go on. Go on. Uh, I guess I just had to read it, sound it out. Go on. Well, it's spelled G-A-W-U-H-N-N-N. Go on. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's some really bad stage fright. If you're just like, kill me, dude. Just shoot me. That's all it was. He's not trying to save anybody. He's just terrified. Yes. 
I want To the Moon to be my ringtone. To the, to moon. the moon. That's going to go off at the wrong time. It's not like my phone is... My ringer's never on. Who has their ringer turned on these days? Not me. Oh. You know, what would be cool, though, is to have a t-shirt with To the Moon written on it. With Humperdoo looking out of a refrigerator with like rockets going out the bottom and he's flying through space. Yes. I like it. <laughs> so stupid. I'm going to make best, that shirt. The best part of that whole oh, scenario yeah, was. Make that, that shirt, D. I will. When, <laughs> when I get my, my cricket, I'm going to learn that Photoshop. I can make it. I'm really good with it. I'll just I'll draw it and it'll just look like he's in a burrito or something. <laughs> All right. Well, I might actually make that shirt. Okay. Let's all three try to draw this. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> no computers. Ooh. Hand drawn only. I am the worst artist In out of Microsoft the three Paint. of us. Hand drawn Microsoft. Oh. It's not funny. <laughs> the reaction. <laughs> it's just a flailing out of the corner of my eye. Well, my mic hit me in the face again. I don't know what. I think Dee's going. coming in here and messing with your mic. She before. might be. <laughs> she probably got those butterfingers all over it. Oh, I want a butterfinger. It's slipping out of joint. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, a little mishap with the microphone here. I want to see you flail like that again. Everybody loves it. You flapped around like a little baby bird. Well, to the moon. <laughs> All right, but so yeah, for the <laughs> join us for the next preacher podcast where we bring back our custom to the moon art. Oh no! But right. I will be right doing. I think I might moon. include a picture of you flapping like a little baby bird right beside it. Yes, for people who have never seen me, know what don't know what I look like. But wow, it'll, it'll be a like little a Easter baby egg. Bird. Yeah. It'll be an Easter egg for us. <laughs> All right, Randy, your turn. Um. Goodbye, Humperdoo. Goodbye, Humperdoo. Uh, I will. Oh God. No. I will go with. Uh, I finally got to see the Saint of Killers kill God. Yeah. Oh, I've been yeah. waiting for that for so long, so so long. And it was great. They had like a little standoff, and it was like the Wild West, and just wouldn't. What if I choose hate? And God's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Does lightning stop bullets? <laughs> yep. Well, it's good. And then Santa Killer sits on the throne in yeah. heaven, drops his toy, because he's... I, I mean, if he wants to keep killing, what's he going to do? Well, I guess he's... Is he all-powerful now? Yeah, I was wondering, does he yeah. just create a thing world? to kill? Yeah. <laughs> so, is this where the... Is that how the comic ends? It's just like, he's dead, now he's sitting on the throne, we don't really see what happens after that the same way? I believe so. I can't remember because I know that Tulip and Jesse part ways. Actually, I think the way it ends is Cassidy in the sunlight smiling because he's a human. I wonder what would mm. happen with Santa Killers on the throne. What if he's a really benevolent god? I don't know. It sounds like he's into violence. <laughs> Ooh, sounds like. We need a spinoff where Jesus wants to get revenge for Santa Killers killing his dad. You know, if anything, he needs to get revenge on that paint dude. Hmm? That jackass with the paint. He's working at the paint counter at a local box store. And that dude's being a total jerk. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's a totally different thing. I was really confused. He calls him a dick. Yeah. Jesus has an edge now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So that was a cool standoff. Yep. Excellent observation, Randy. <laughs> Thank you. So, oh, uh, that's right, because he uh, confessed all of his sins. Yes. yes. That's how so he that's, got access to heaven. It's a different thing. Mm-hmm. It's you not like a different to do thing. That. It ties into it. No. Because we're talking about the standoff in heaven, and I'm saying, how did he get to heaven? That guy had to confess for hours. <laughs> for real. I mean, he murdered a schoolhouse of children. Yeah. 
That's just one line item on the list, though. <laughs> Schoolhouse of Children. I didn't, I didn't have to, he didn't have to name them all. You know what? I got a Google Doc with this list. It'll make it go a lot faster. <laughs> Is there Wi-Fi in here? I'm just going to scan this in and let the thing text-to-speak through this. <laughs> I'm tired of talking. And then I murdered a... I'm glad. I mean, it's good to know that it's that easy to get into heaven, though. It's even easier now. you did wrong. It's even easier after yeah. Jesus. Indeed. All right. Uh, my turn? Yes. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see. Ah. Let's talk about Jesus and Hitler. The fight continues. It does. And it wasn't like a girl fight. I was, it's a pretty good fight. I was it was pretty good kind of surprised, actually. And then he chokes him out. Uh, and then I loved it when God walks in the room and he just kind of throws the rug over him after he's obviously seen dead Hitler on the floor. I thought that was really funny. I think my favorite part was when Hitler goes, Jewel! And Jesus goes, you're goddamn right. (laughs) (laughs) So bizarre. Jesus versus Hitler. You goddamn right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, good stuff. And then he refuses to be the Messiah. Good for him. Yeah, that's true. I'm just a dude now, man. <laughs> I want to go work at a paint counter, Dad. I want to be in customer service. You do have to wonder, how does he get a job? There's no way he has a social security right. card. I mean, he's like 3,000 years old. You can <laughs> just buy those things off the internet. I imagine the Grail had pretty good stuff to give him. That's true. It's <laughs> stupid. That fight in a tracksuit. D's turn? Yeah. Is it my turn again? It mm-hmm. is. Oh. Every three times. Oh, okay. <laughs> I lost track of where we were at. Um, so, the fight between the Saint of Killers, the Angel, uh, and the Demon. Oh, that was cool. And yeah, I love how Jesse was like, the parents aren't going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they show up. It's a pretty good fight, actually. I mean... You know, the Saint of Killers, of course, won, but... Yeah, it's interesting that no whoever the Saint of Killers kills dies for real. There's yeah. no coming back, apparently. Yeah, yeah they established that with... Uh, was it Fior? Yeah. 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 But then again, when he got when he got, got, he went back to heaven, apparently. No, remember, that was... Uh, that was just hell. Oh, was it? Trying to, God yeah, was, was trying to tempt him in hell. Gotcha. So Fior is for sure gone. Yeah. R.I.P. Fior. <laughs> From two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> so why is that? Is just he could use any weapon to kill someone and they're gone forever? Or no, does he have to have I a special... Th- I think it has to be his gun or his saber. Okay. But it's like, because he's pure evil? Or did the did Satan give him a specific power? Did he like... <clears throat> he... Um, I can't recall in the show, in the comic books, Satan forges the guns. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Is that how it shoots through the earth? Okay, I don't want that. That was not part of that recall. <clears throat> yeah, I just I can't stand that one angel's hair. Yeah, really, the mohawk. You know it's what? not really a mohawk. It it's just so weird. Yeah. It looks like baby hair. Yeah, like, it does. Well, that's what they're trying to do. Is like a, a cherub. Yeah. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Looks like You've a cupid. Turn me around. It's golden. Yeah, I actually made an argument instead of just going, come on! <laughs> That's my usual go-to argument. Stop masturbating! You're, you're right, okay? You're right! <laughs> yeah, good fight. The pants are not going to be happy. Is that and Jesse's man. accent? <laughs> uh, and man, Saint really gave it to the demon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After he killed her, he just sliced her up. And yeah. Went easy on the angel. It was a hot mess. And I liked how, uh, how Jesse kind of read the room. He's like, all right, well, this guy really likes to kill things. <laughs> <laughs> you want to keep killing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's how he convinced him, right? He yeah. said, yeah, 
a lot you'll have an eternity of peace and quiet or you could kill (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of a weird little bargain with the devil though right there well do what you gotta do especially if he oh there's no way he's gonna end up sitting on the throne (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh man i don't think jesse saw that through no No. and after you kill god you ain't gonna sit on that throne are you no No. (laughs) who wouldn't want all that power apparently jesus that's true uh yeah i wonder Uh, because i always talk about how the world is so terrible and dark and you know broken it's that's probably what it looks like with the saint at the helm you know mass killings and hmm. pretty much the way the world is right now i was about to say <laughs> or maybe he just doesn't care he just leaves yeah. earth alone while he conjures up people to kill <laughs> he, instead of going on a motorcycle and picking up chicks like god he just goes around on a little killing spree yeah all right he might he might just hunt down people who die and make it to heaven. Welcome to heaven. Run. <laughs> That'd be pretty dark. Surely he didn't kill everybody. He just killed the heavenly host. Yeah. I don't think so. He clearly was the not guards. interested in a life of peace and quiet. Or dollies. <laughs> dollies. Yes. Hi, <laughs> right, Randy. I mean, there's a lot left. Yeah, well, there really we'll, is. We'll touch on stuff after we're done. <clears throat> we'll touch it. Okay. With well, then. <laughs> I think, uh, given. It is kind of shocking that we have done this show and we're, we're sitting here talking. We've gone through what? You each have gone through three, I've gone through two. And we haven't mentioned Jesse, really. Yeah. And I think that's because. He just became an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> but <clears throat> I like the uh, I did like the scene with between him and God at, yeah. uh, out in front of the Alamo. Oh uh, yeah, when he finally realized like he really God's a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just wants to be loved. He does, and we kind of a uh, we kind of got that during the dinosaur thing because they couldn't show any adoration towards him. Oh yeah, and he destroyed them, but. Yeah, I uh, think he'd get that out of the way in the prototype phase, though. I think. Well. He doesn't love me. He loves to eat poop. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, he creates the new beings that can't do anything but love him. Daddy! Daddy! It was shocking. Not shocking. Shocking isn't the word. It was just horrifying. How about that? It's like just a bunch of mogwais. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, God. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty dark. I loved it how he started off. He's like, go ahead, get it out of the way. Because to Jesse, to let him know that, yeah, Genesis can control me. Uh-huh. Well, that yeah. was cool. That was very cool. Meet there. Meet there. <laughs> Although we could have faked it. If um, he couldn't it didn't actually really look controlled. like it. I thought it was a little silly for him to just give up Genesis, too. He didn't need it anymore. He didn't need it. I know, but why not just hold on to it for a rainy day? And do what? I think that may have been... You don't want me to do the dishes. <laughs> Yeah, that may have been an ode to uh, the comic book, because in the comic book, the only way that God will return to heaven to sit on the throne is if Genesis is no longer uh. with Jesse. And so that's why Jesse gets killed, and then God goes to heaven, Saint Killers kills him, and then Jesse and Cassidy are resurrected. Well, not in that order. God resurrects them and then goes back to heaven, because Cassidy made a deal with God. It's very, it's very weird. Okay. But Alamo scene. I thought that that was probably also fan service for the comic book uh, out in front of the Alamo. Yeah. No, I think that was the last comic arc was called the Alamo. Yeah. Last six issues or so. Which, if you go look at the first off, just go look at all the comic covers from the entire sixty issues of Preacher. They're beautiful. They're all painted covers. Um, the guy who does them, what's his name? Me. Is it Glenn Fabry? Is it? Oh, Humperdoo. Van Gogh? Stop it. Uh, what does she get to keep going? <laughs> I get, I'm going to stop on the first you should one. Know. She doesn't know better. <laughs> That's right. I don't know any better. I want to say it's Glenn Fabry. He's the same guy who did the boys artwork. Tear it for the boys. Oh, boy. Salvador Dali. Uh, 
Anyways, go check out the arc. It's cool. <laughs> and specifically the Alamo arc issues towards the end, like issues 55, 56 through 60. Uh, very cool. Everybody gets their own like profile picture on the cover, and uh, it's all beautiful. I get my picture on there? Yep. Awesome. Yeah. I will paint everyone in America. <laughs> <laughs> it's ambitious, I know. It's very good. There was actually a recent scare with Glenn Fabry. Uh, he thought he had lung cancer, and he was like on Facebook saying he was going to die and stuff. But then, uh, did he start selling meth? This is real life, D. This oh. isn't cartoons. Cartoons make fun of <laughs> make fun of him. Anyways, he's just like, ah, oh, it's just pneumonia. So <laughs> he's okay. And yes, it is Glenn Fabry, excellent artist. I have his autograph on a comic book. Hmm. Let's talk more about that. Unfortunately, it was on one that you drew. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you're willing to do this. (laughs) This is my drawing of Preacher. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to say it was your two-year-old's drawing of Preacher. (laughs) No. It's it's his autograph on a piece of his art. I thought you were going to say a piece of paper. (laughs) Well, it is. Well. Okay. Moving on. Who Mike Flub over here on D. Oh, just trying to see what we got over here. It's up there. There's a lot of Preacher stuff up there. Yeah, there is. <laughs> so, look at the first, last covers of Preacher, and look at the first ones, because the first ones are pretty cool, too. Preacher number two. Well, Preacher number three has Cassidy on it, covered in blood. It's a pretty wicked painting. Very cool. Yeah, check it out. Uh, Randy. Yes. What did you just say? Uh, the Alamo. Ah. Remember the Alamo! (laughs) (laughs) And I, there was something in there you said that I was going to piggyback off of and find my way to Eugene. Because he finally became a rock star. Yeah. Well, Did you notice that the kid with the dad at the paint store was wearing a Eugene Rock shirt? No. no. How did I miss that? Oh, yeah, you should go. Look. It's pretty good. Interesting. That's how I knew he became. That's how it cemented that he became a rock star. Oh. That is awesome. Well, apparently you just had to start to rock out, and people would be like, "Oh, look at that guy with the butt face." It <laughs> was so great when they took the bandages off. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Like, he's just a person. Did y'all not notice that when y'all <laughs> patched him up that he still looked like ass? Maybe they thought they were. That's. I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking, but that was pretty funny. And then the doctor came in and was like, I'll help you kill yourself. <laughs> he's like, what? No, what? But that that was very sad and touching that he was finally fed up with people thinking he's a freak and. It's good. Yeah. That monster has emotions. It does. It was kind of gross when he got <laughs> super upset and he, like, spit. Oh, yeah. I thought that was good. That's acting. I right mean, there. it was total acting, but it was also really gross. Ah, spit! Can you can you spit out of your mouth when you talk? That's what directors sound like. He made him watch that episode <laughs> of Friends between him yes. and uh, <laughs> Dream Tits, It's the... Jo- uh, it's the Chandler and Monica wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every guy spits with it. Such a good show. Is it? It is. Don't hate on it. You be quiet. I, I was a fan. Shut up. Until season 22. You should check out season 23. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Poor Humperdoo. But apparently he's a rock star. I really enjoy that. That's on his T-shirt, and I hope I can find it. Did you say poor Humperdoo? Did I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah it was poor Humperdoo in the hospital when the doctor thought he was a freak, tried to help him kill himself, had the emotional Humperdew? breakdown. Oh, Eugene. That's who I'm talking about. I mean, I was gonna allow you to like fix that, but you just kept going with it. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm never going to find this picture. I'm searching Preacher Jesus Paint Store. Nope, nope. <laughs> this is not going to work. No, and this is really good to search for pictures when we're trying to record a podcast and like we're all silent while you're looking I'm for sorry. things. I'm sorry, well, you took about five minutes to peruse the comics on the wall behind us. 
Oh, did I? In silence. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll go find it. Everybody. I can narrate it. Yeah. Narrate what? The, looking at pictures. I'm turned around right now. You're narrating the act of looking I'm at pictures, looking not at the, the pictures first themselves. Picture. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What what else do we miss, everybody? Um, <clears throat> Jesse and Tulip they have a have a baby. They finally have a baby. Oh, that yeah. apparently is just a clone. Yeah. Of Tulip. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say a terrible casting on the child because it looks nothing like Tulip. Yeah. I get what they were trying to do there. And yeah. <laughs> Uh, and of course, their phrase that they always say to each other throughout the comics and the TV show, they named the last episode after it. We said it in our intro, which is the most important use of it. Yes. Um, but they always say, till the end of the world. Yep. And that's what they did. They fought till the end of the world. I, Which, by the way, there's no way their child's turning out to be a lawyer or whatever she was talking about. Normal? Yes. <laughs> she, she would be a stripper slash hooker. She seemed way too normal. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the worst thing in her life was kids running around crazy. That is awful. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm shocked that uh, none of us had, of our three things we touched on, was Cassidy finally saying goodbye to Tulip and Jesse and That's... killing himself. Okay. I thought that was super touching. I like it because he kind of walks out and kind of meanders for a second and then just decides to go, just... <laughs> She didn't notice a guy on fire behind yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> didn't smell something smoking behind her. I wonder. Yeah, I would guess there probably would be a smell, right? I didn't yeah. realize it till because when he put his umbrella on the tombstone before he left, I was like, oh, I guess he's gonna leave her a memento of, of magic umbrella. I don't yeah, know. magic umbrella. And then I, I saw. I was like, was that smoke? Oh, okay, that's right. He needed that umbrella. So I thought that was super sweet. I thought it was a really nice way to end. Yeah. They're all dead now. As as cheesy as it was to have Ruth Nega play also the child, I, I kind of wish it would have just been a different actress. But her hair was longer. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't talk with an attitude like Tulip. She did when she was yelling at the kids. Well. Boss! That's that O'Hare coming out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was super sweet that he was able to He's been alive for 150 years, but this is the crew that he, you know, was going to fight with and go out with. And he was finally ready to go. But it seemed like he, they hadn't seen each other in years. Oh, I bet they hadn't seen each other since they parted ways after this. they averted the apocalypse. Yeah, well, at one point, when it's the two years later deal, they say... Uh, Tulip, yeah, says, like, he, oh, I thought he was coming back this time. And he's like, nah, apparently not. He's doing peyote. Throwing up with Woody Harrelson. <laughs> they said it was a peyote conference. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> didn't realize they had those. I, I don't think they do. I, I I'm pretty sure that would be busted pretty quickly. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe it got legalized. I don't think it did. <laughs> One of my favorite things, like, there, there were a lot of little things in this episode. Like, the guy that was playing the piano when the clock hit zero for the Messiah and everybody's booing. He just <laughs> frantically has to keep playing, give me that old soft shoe. And he's like, oh. but uh, throwing yeah, big old fruit at him. It's not his fault. They were super pissed. Uh, when, when Cass thinks that Lord of the Rings was Frodo was real, yeah, and he's like, first off, the wizard was visiting. <laughs> they live with that wizard. <laughs> forgot about that part <laughs> yeah that was good when they're all they're all standing on stage at the end yeah well that dude just sitting there talking to god complaining and <laughs> oh my goodness that was pretty funny too uh, but i guess god has to deal with that quite a bit yeah just people just bitching and moaning and <laughs> but it was just mundane stuff yeah. that you could tell that just him and his wife argue about and he's just like you know what we're gonna get god to settle this score <laughs> I mean, hey, How if you're soon do you get- have to wash the dishes after dinner? <laughs> if you're going to get someone to settle an argument, I mean. Did you appreciate when they did the two years later and they said there was a phone call? And Jesse takes the phone right next to the phone. There's a little picture of Humperdue. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> like, whose idea was that? Like, I guess it was, maybe it was Tulips? Yeah. 
It had to be. Yeah. Can't imagine Jesse had any fondness for nah, Humperdue. He didn't have any buy-in to Humperdue. I mean, Tulip spent what? Well, well, they spent a few months with him. Yeah, yeah. She loved him as much as it's like Cass a little family. Did, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Hump. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, we got a little more of a hair star with the fax machine, which is yeah. always good comic relief. Uh, and then, of course, when. God's pissed off after Humpert is dead. Jesus turns him down and he's waiting at the elevator and he sees Hair Star with his suitcase. <laughs> Run. <laughs> and he just <laughs> scurries off. Uh, he's lucky he made it out alive. Yeah. <laughs> Although it would be funny if there was a dingo chasing after him after that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and it's like it follows. There's just always a dingo somewhere. <laughs> it's always in the background. He's going to... Just a he slow to, walking dingo. How does he get rid of it? Does he just have to like masturbate? <laughs> no, that only attracts the dingo. <laughs> that only makes it visible. <laughs> oh, what else? Uh, oh, the the Grail. When he used uh, Genesis on the Grail to get, go to find go search him for God, yeah. And then I loved it when he released him because who knows? It was could have been months, yeah, or. No, it was years because that's when he got the phone call. So they'd been searching for two years straight. And then when he released them, a handful of them just dropped dead. Yeah. Because that was the only thing pushing them through uh, and keeping them alive was the word. And then when it was gone, their bodies just gave out. And that was funny. I, I did like <laughs> also how disheveled they looked yeah. two yeah. years later because they were the yeah. same clothes. Yeah. Ugh. But they stunk. Uh, I would imagine the infections would be the worst than the chafing. Yeah. <laughs> and to like, when you get a the word like that, are you allowed to stop for lunch yeah, or we'll say. bathroom breaks? Yeah. You got to be able to take a Just pooping on themselves. And you know, really, somewhere in this world, those Japanese guys are still running, getting lost. <laughs> oh yeah, get lost. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe they got lost and they're just hiding now. Could be. <laughs> that graphic is happening. Uh, we also got the missile silo at the very beginning in North Dakota. Oh, yeah. Were there... <laughs> they killed the two people? It is so stupid. I mean, it's stupid in a good way. It's that the grail is deep, deep, deep deep undercover at just the highest level they've infiltrated a missile silo (laughs) with the keys to turn the missiles and yet they're wearing their grail outfit underneath their regular outfit (laughs) what happens if they're like all right guys let's go take a shower and you have to undress in front of somebody oh how often are you showering with your work friends I'm not, but I think probably military people shower together, I guess. I love how he's looking at us for confirmation. I just, I enjoy the thing, the the phrasing of showering with your work friends. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey guys! Uh, Nine o'clock in the morning, anybody up for a shower? I'm just saying how ridiculous it is. Get some coffee, take a shower. You wear a white and red suit. There you go. Oh, nice. Eugene, what does that say at the bottom? Looks like a Fraggle Rock. He is World a Fraggle Tour. Rock. Oh, nice. That's a very cool Easter egg right there. Yeah. Me like. I imagine they'll sell those somewhere. Oh. No one's buying it. I will totally buy it. I would not. I want that on a shirt. You don't want to have a butthole on your shirt? <laughs> what is this butthole world tour you're going to? Is this a wrestling thing, Did the, butthole, did the butthole surfers get back together? Ooh. Is Gibby Haynes back? <laughs> so, yeah. If you're going undercover, you just got to dress the part. You can't keep your superhero outfit underneath. Are you sure that's what Superman does? That's silly. He could also burn their faces off or... Go back in time, like twenty minutes. It's true. Let's see what else. That's all I got. I think we got everything. Yeah, all I have. Well, that wraps it up. All right. Goodbye. So, overall, 
how do y'all feel about the the series? Is it satisfying? Uh, were you entertained? We'll start with Randy. I will regret that. <laughs> this last season faltered quite a bit, but I like the ending. Mm-hmm. It's good. If I had to rate the series as a whole, I'd give it a solid four. I guess. Four I mean, there out was some, of five? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not there out of ten? You pull a real dick move on yeah. it. Like, out of 20. <laughs> there were some episodes that were just just great just down yeah. a lot of fun like like the fior episode when they visit him like and he's he and yes. cassie are just yes. getting so waste it's it that's a great episode like there's yeah. a lot of good things about this show it's just there's some little things this last season i and i get it they had to uh had to get it to the end yep d how about you are you satisfied i mean i like the show overall i thought it was great and i think it was something different it and a lot of it was, I don't know, I thought it was creative. A lot of it was unexpected. Um, and I, not being a comic book fan, I mean, I still think it was great. I like the show. I am also satisfied. <laughs> to the groom! <laughs> to the groom! <laughs> You're right. I mean, I, overall, they're just brilliant comedy, great action, superb fight scenes for, a, you know, a TV show like this and a budget they have. Super good. Uh, they were they kind of it felt like it treaded water a little bit in New Orleans, like season two. Was it only season two they were in New Orleans? Believe so. It felt like it lulled a little bit there. But and then again, when I think back to that, that's also when we were introduced to the Grail and we got the great hair star stuff. I think his backstory was in season two. Um, we got Cassidy's son. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> And but yeah, you're right. This last season did feel like they were kind of rushing it to the end, um, and I just I didn't really care for uh, it. All rested just on Cassidy to just change his mind on a whim. It wasn't a and whim, then, but it was because he fought it for months and months and months, and then he betrayed his friends to save Hump, and then just they have a fight, and then uh, him and Tulip fight for five minutes, and he's like, "Cass, you got to do it." Okay. Well, it was, he says right before he shoots him, he says so much for second chances. He was trying to redeem himself. He found somebody who was truly worthy of not being murdered. Yeah. <laughs> and he felt that he didn't, he really didn't want to do it because he was trying to change. Yeah. Yeah. And then God's just a total wuss. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And they said it multiple times, like, you could just end the world yourself. Just yeah. do it. Do yeah. it. But that's not showbiz. <laughs> yeah, he admitted, like, the Messiah is just a wrestling gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought of you at that moment. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> Did you enjoy that moment? What? Wrestling. They mentioned wrestling. <laughs> huh? They didn't mention wrestling. Something about that. They did. Huh? I thought they re- did refer showbiz. to it. Showbiz. Well, showbiz. Which is, pageantry yeah. stomp clap stomp uh, I did like <laughs> when he says uh, he likes oh, they said why don't he just do it himself he's like he likes to watch and then he went out to the audience I thought that was pretty it was kind of dark though because he wants to watch the end of the world and I don't know he's done it before well with the dinosaurs yeah he was standing there while they were eating poop <laughs> yep <laughs> So, good show. I would also probably rate it as overall a four. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> D, what would you rate it overall? Five. Really? A perfect show? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people tune in for your judgment. Oh, really? They're just going to stop watching because I gave it a... <laughs> well, it's too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> But they not, might not join us for Watchmen. Oh, I will be super judgy. <laughs> All right, Dee, what do you rate this episode, this finale? Five. <laughs> five, question mark. <laughs> uh, I will go four or five. Randy. I will go four or five. Oh. Looks like they recovered it for the last episode. All right. Well, that wraps up our preacher coverage. It's sad. 
How do I? <laughs> Keep going. Say goodbye to what he had. The good time. Oh dear. I'm still trying to figure out what that song is. Yesterday, all my troubles. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's no, so hard it. to say goodbye Boys to, to yesterday. All yeah. my troubles seem so far away. <laughs> Dude, did you really think it was the Beatles song? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just knew that yesterday was coming, and I always think of that song. Am I the only one? What? That thinks that song's overrated? No, I think that too. <laughs> yeah, I like Blackbird. Blackbird. Let's just sing for the rest of the podcast. I like it. We've got three more minutes till we're at an hour, so Ooh. three minutes of solid singing. What else can we sing? But let's all sing a different song. Ooh, I like it. What songs do I know? Or we could give our last recommendations. Ah, okay. I have none. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm still watching Righteous Gemstones. It's Ooh, fantastic. It's such a good show. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm catching up on Breaking Bad. I finally gave up. I made it to season three, and then I started to panic. It's like, I, I'm not making it, so I skipped ahead to season five. So now I'm starting there. I'm in season four. Ah, oh, you're just going to try to power through, huh? Yeah. I want it to lead right into the movie. You know, I want to watch the finale and then start the movie. Like Rogue One into Episode 4, right? I mean, you could just finish them early and then hit play on the finale right before. Oh, really? You watch the... Sorry. All right. Okay. I'm going to be quiet. And that comes out Friday? Next Friday. The 11th? You had a whole yes. other week. Oh, I thought it came out the 4th. Oh, man. No, no wonder you were panicked. No, it's October the 4th be with you. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> you could do that every month. <laughs> God, that would be a joke that would get so old if you just do it every month on the 4th. Hey, man. November the 4th be with you. <laughs> he doesn't get anything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, D, what have you been working on? Uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. We just talked about that. That's it. That's it. I'm really trying to catch up. I mean, in Real Housewives, of course. I've got to watch We're that. We're not talking about ooh, that. Ooh, ooh, and I started watching uh, This Is Us again. We're not talking about that either. Mm. You're, you're supposed to submit your recommendations for our approval before <laughs> we talk about them. I will say, I've only watched the season opener so far of This Is Us, because I think the second one was on last night. They're really pushing it. <laughs> With what? Are they traveling through time now? Because the whole thing in like in the first episode is you you meet all these these separate characters and you don't understand how they all come together until the very end of the episode. Well they did that again and they're really stretching it this time. Oh yeah, didn't they introduce like a bunch of new yes. people? Yeah. Noob noob. Oh yeah. boy. When will he turn to Peter Petrelli? Mm, I don't know, but I hope soon. <laughs> That would be awesome if that's what this leads into. I want to rewatch that show sometime. Yeah. You, you didn't like the first season? First, first season. season. <laughs> first season, good. Second season? Mm. Even the second season, because that was during Third the writer's season. strike. It was the six-episode second season, I think. And that's where a hero went back in time to the ancient samurai days. Yes. And I thought that white samurai was pretty funny, entertaining for that season. I mean, really, up until I don't know the last season. The last couple, couple were pretty well, bad. Then they do, a re- and they did a reboot. They did, did and they? I think it lasted like three episodes before they canceled. <laughs> no, I think it. it was six. Was it? It was. I watched part of it. It was awful. awful. Oh, really? It was terrible. It was so bad. Uh, we're talking about heroes, by the way. Yeah. Because I don't think we've said that yet. I thought we did. No. Either. Yeah, the reboot was terrible. I really wanted to like it, too. Huh. I don't even know if I watched the reboot. They went into a video game, I think, yeah. at one point. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That was this girl's power, apparently. She could go into video games. Because I guess people need to be rescued there. Quick, into Mario Brothers! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's copyrighted. Ah! Uh, Cubert. 
quick into vaguely Italian heroes, brothers. <laughs> uh, Randy, what have you been working on? Uh, just my homework from last week. Oh, that's right. I'm looking forward to this. If you don't remember, we challenged Randy. I thought it was two weeks ago we challenged you. No, it was, it was last, last week. It was last week, okay. <laughs> it felt like so long ago. Randy was supposed to bring some homework back with some sort of segment. And I can't remember if I promised theme music or not, but it's not going to happen. Now it's time for Randy's Wrestling is Still Real to Me, Damn It name. <laughs> I like it. So, so I, I feel bad for the people who already tuned out because they're like, I hate their recommendations. <laughs> Because <laughs> this is going to be excellent. Yep, you're right. All right, Randy, give it to us. All right, I'm going to give you three Pleasure scenarios. I'm going to give you three scenarios, two of which are actual uh, actual storylines and events occurring in recent wrestling. Okay. Okay. One of them is not. <sighs> is it made up recent, or is it something? Right? Oh, huh? recent. Yes. Okay. These are current because I know you. You know, people used to watch wrestling. Everybody watched wrestling back in the day during the Attitude Era, all that stuff, and that stuff was insane. Like that's there was really bizarre <laughs> stuff, and they didn't even have fist bumping back then. Yeah. So I, scenario one, <clears throat> in the middle of his match against Seth Rollins for the WWE Universal Title, Rusev was distracted by his wife Lana, in real life actress C.J. Perry. And former MMA fighter Bobby Lashley making out on the, at the in, on the entrance ramp for an inordinate amount of time. <laughs> wife's making out with someone else. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go with true. Are we oh, guessing I'm, right? No, no, I'm gonna give you all three. Oh, okay. Scenario. Th- that two. one's true. False. Scenario two. The hottest thing in WWE right now is Bray Wyatt, whose gimmick is that he hosts a bizarre and often dark Pee Wee's Playhouse esque kids show, which typically covers the dangers of his alter ego, The Fiend. Hmm. Mm. I'm going back and forth on that one. All right, and last one. In an effort to make a splash on the wrestling scene and on the debut of their weekly show on TNT, which is tonight, I'm missing that right now for oh. this. <laughs> All Elite Wrestling will be holding a Stairway to Hell match, which Ooh. entails a cage surrounding the ring that has a ladder positioned on top. The winner is determined by escaping the cage, climbing the ladder, and grabbing the belt that's being suspended above. I'm going to go with true, false, true. Yeah, I'm going to go with true, false, true also. The second one is, the, is true. The third one, the Stairway to Hell, is a lie. But That's, I've seen them do stuff like that. You've seen them do ladder <laughs> matches. You've seen them do steel cage matches. You've never seen a, a ladder on top of a, a cage. Good God, that is unstable. Somebody would die. <laughs> oh, I guess I didn't catch that part. They've done some really stupid shit, though. They have. Apparently with a Pee-wee's Playhouse dark. <laughs> well, has a, this is actually one of the better things they've done. Is Bray Wyatt went away for a while, and he was like a cult leader kind of-esque thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Think like, think like Robert De Niro and Cape Fear, that kind of attitude. Uh-huh. And he went away, got injured, whatever. And they started airing these weird vignettes. And it was called Firefly Funhouse. And it was done like a kid's show. And he had an alt, like a puppet that was called Huskus because he used to be known as Husky Harris. And he's kind of a chubby guy. Anyway, it's, it's just started building. And all of a sudden, they debuted The Fiend at SummerSlam. And the, it was gangbusted the crowd chanted holy shit during his entrance the entire time it's bizarre the fiend it just sounded so fake to me the uh the studio that does the walking dead's makeup uh-huh um nicotero's thing yeah they also they created his mask that he wears while wrestling oh and they also created the lantern that is his head with is a light shoved in the mouth is he a, a whisperer the what Listen, I'm telling you, that's why I put it in there, because it's, it's, it's truly bizarre. Yeah. I thought the ladder thing made sense. I mean... Uh, sounds sounds good. That's something I came up with, like, in high school that I wanted to see happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, one of these is Randy's dream for himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. There we go. Thanks, thanks, guys. That was fun. That was great. <laughs> Let's do it again next Preacher Podcast. <laughs> t- I'm just going to text you bizarre things throughout the week. <laughs> hey, guys, real quick. True or false? <laughs> I'm really into this. Sorry. Uh, 
All right. Well, thanks for joining us on this journey to hell and heaven. We've come. Isn't there a song, Highway to Hell? Should we sing that? Why? I kind of like where he was going. Oh. Get a little background music while I kind of... Plus, Highway to Hell has a very offensive lyric in it. Yeah. Hell. I don't even know Mm. the words. We're on the highway to hell. Our way to the... (laughs) Danger zone. Danger zone. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks for interrupting my outro. offensive song. I had this all typed out. Oh. I was going to sing Danger Zone? No. To oh. the moon. <laughs> yep, we are all going to the moon. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe, we'll, I mean, the podcast will live. It will stay where it is. So you can always go back and listen from the beginning. <laughs> if you want a vocal hug from me. <laughs> or if you still want to share with friends uh, or rewatch the show episode by episode and listen, go for it. Uh, and you never know. Maybe we'll come back and do a comic we'll talk about the comic who knows mm. well you won't be invited to that read. clearly or maybe we'll try doing that thing where we uh, have christians read <laughs> the episode descriptions yeah, you know what i need to do is i need to <laughs> now do two truths and a lie with my friends who watch wrestling and don't watch preacher and be like all right <laughs> Ooh. jesus and hitler <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, so you may, it may not be the last of us. So, but it may be. It I will not. Know. But be it would the definitely be. Us. This is us. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> all right. So it's been fun. All right. We'll see y'all later. Until for Watchmen. Then. Yeah, yeah. For Watchmen too. And until Watchmen, I'm Steven. I'm D. <laughs> D. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>